Welcome to Simulator Review, helping you find quality flight simulation with the world's most comprehensive listings and reviews of simulators. Welcome to this new podcast of the flight simulation community. My name is Alexis, and I'm joined today by my two colleagues from SimulatorReview.com, Andrew. Hello. And Elliot. Hello. We hope to bring you the best of flight simulation through this podcast and through our site, SimulatorReview.com. We want to try and link together simulators and enthusiasts and foster a sense of community and feature the highest quality flight simulation. With the number of simulation providers steadily growing, there is even more choice available to the public, which makes it harder for providers to stand out from the crowd. We want to help the simulator user get the most from their flight experience and encourage providers to deliver the best value for money and as near real-world experience as possible. We have set up a directory and review site of the simulators, so a platform dedicated to flight simulator services rather than reviews mixed up with everything else. From our podcast, we will aim to bring you discussions on the latest reviews, featured reviews, and articles on our site, and give you a bit more than just what is written on our site. Also, from time to time, we will be having guests on to talk about flight simulation. We will be doing a regular podcast, and new episodes will come out every two weeks. In this episode, we want to tell you a bit about the three of us who started this project, and what our backgrounds and experiences. We will introduce ourselves and discuss the experience we each bring to our site and our podcast. So we hope this will give you an idea of what our podcast will be about and a reason to stick with us. Firstly though, on to simulator news which will cover both news at simulatorreview.com and in the wider simulator community. And for this we go over to Elliot. Thanks Alexis. Uh, looking at ourselves to start with, we've reached a milestone and we've passed over 250 venues now listed on our global database. So be sure to head over to the site and have a look at that on our map on the homepage. Uh, secondly, we found a 737 MAX has opened up in Seattle. It's a 737 MAX simulator open to the public to fly. And there's a very good chance then that you'll be able to fly the aircraft in the simulator before the 737 MAX is released back to service. Ah, that's interesting. So have you seen many other MAXs elsewhere in the simulator director when you've been putting that together, Elliot? Well, when we've done our research, we found one other MAX uh, based in the UK in Gloucestershire, but that was part of an integrated flight training organisation and therefore not open to the public. We haven't included that in our database as one of the criteria are it has to be open for anybody to come and fly the aircraft. So no, we haven't. But uh, we might be likely to see more 737 Maxes uh, in the future. Probably a little bit easier to have a 737 Max sim. There's parts in common with a normal 737 Classic, but they could perhaps take out some of the instruments and replace them with just screens. So I reckon we might see some transformations perhaps rather than new 737. Yes, I think one of the technical difficulties is the larger screens in the 737 MAX, and I wonder whether that will lend us to see more 787 and A350 simulators as well. We don't see many of those at all. No, we haven't. I know there's a 787 in development with Flight Deck Solutions, but we're yet to see one of those. 
Yes, so I think that's the rate-limiting step for many of these simulators, which is the companies behind, like Flight Deck Solutions, providing the parts for them. There's a huge amount out there for the 737NGs and some for the A320, but not so much for those other types yet. Absolutely. So that's interesting to hear, and that wraps up the simulator review news for uh, this week. So on to this week's main topic of discussion, which is really an introduction to the three of us uh, and where our backgrounds are and what our experience is. So asking you first, Andrew, what's your background in aviation? So coming into aviation, I was a bit of a latecomer to it in my mid-30s, having come from the world of accounting and government policy. I uh, went to Oxford Aviation up in Curlington. And after coming out of that process, it's been just on 12 years now flying 737s and 777s for the last, yeah, 12 odd years. About uh, 8,000 hours at the moment. Oh, that's interesting range of aircraft and also interesting that you've come to the career a bit later on than, than many others. And so how does that contrast with you, Elliot? I'm a little bit different from Andrew in my background. Uh, I went to university, studied air transport management, and straight from there, also studied at Oxford up in Kidlington. Became Andrew's flying buddy as well, so we know each other from quite a while back. And from there, moved on to the Boeing 737. I then flew the 777. And about three years ago, I took my command on the Airbus A320. And very similar to Andrew, I've got about 9,000 hours now flying time. Ah, that's interesting. So you're a pilot with our Airbus experience as well. You met Andrew at Oxford when you were doing your flight training? That's correct, yeah. We were partnered up out in Arizona flying the PA-28 and the Seneca, both in Arizona and Oxford. Uh, So how about you, Alexis? We all come from very different backgrounds. How did you become involved in simulator review? Yes, so I'm the the non-pilot in this trio. Uh, My background was about six or seven years ago. I really started getting into flight simulation and really enjoying the challenge of learning about it and spending many hours on various flight simulators around the UK uh, and I've really started to to really started to develop an interest and a, a passion about flight, flight simulation from that so my experience is from a slightly different point of view. So Alexis that's probably a good point for you to explain how you became involved in simulator review and your insights into the business. Yes I think there was a couple of years ago, I met up with you, Elliot, as you were an instructor on a simulator that I went to. And from there, we kept in touch and really wanted to start to do something which was linked to flight simulation and not really offered by any, anybody else. So there's a lot of real world flying you have, Elliot. What made you interested in flight simulation? Uh, I've been in, interested in flight simulation from a very early age flying on the original flight simulators on the Atari where the sky was a homogenous blue and one green colour for the ground and you fill a little Cessna with the mouse. And all through my childhood, I've had flight simulators just fueling my passion for the industry and for flying, really. Uh, I find it incredible that you can go to a venue all over the world and fly an extremely realistic version of what I do for a living and for a day job. And that's my interest in these simulators. Oh, that's interesting because you've obviously had experience of the main types of simulators we've encountered, so the 737 and the A320. And what's your impression of how realistic they are compared to your real-life job? They are absolutely fantastic. We all know, and it's quite good knowledge, that you don't need full motion to trick your mind into thinking that you're in an actual aircraft. 
So some of these fixed-based simulators that you find at dedicated venues, uh, some in shopping malls, as we've seen in Dubai, they are very, very good. Obviously, the ones we use, the Level D or the full-flight simulators for work, are certified by the CAA. They work in exactly the right formalities. They've got the exact control feel that we are expecting. And some of these fixed-base simulators that we have been to are deficient in some areas, but considering the price difference, you know, a couple of hundred thousand pounds versus a 15 million simulator, they're pretty accurate and it's a pretty good experience. Ah, thanks, Elliot. That's interesting. So, Andrew, over to you. What made you interested in flight simulation? Oh, well, I can beat Elliot a little bit on the flight simulators because I started on the ZX Spectrum 48 kilobyte machine when you had merging colors, there were no sprites, and I think it was one or two colors, and then the Amiga 500. Ah, yeah, that was real flight simulation, that was. So I've always had a real interest in the flight simulation in that way. And then obviously with flight training, we were exposed to simulators as part of that training pitch, and then moving into employment and airline flying. Uh, simulators are just a natural part of the six monthly check process we have to go through so you do lose a little bit of that enthusiasm for a simulator when it's uh, your job interview effectively six months but you do remembering back to the simulators on the home pc that's uh, it's, it's been a long interest in that experience and it's now really trying to bring together that sort of passion along with the real world flying to then perhaps help others we have an interest in that too and how we might better improve or enhance their experience when they go along to simulator venues and as Elliot mentioned over 250 we have so far. That's an interesting point Andrew because your experience of simulators is very much one of being uh, tested and examined these days whereas somebody from my background is an enthusiast it's always something which is an enjoyable experience something to try out something different not one where I'm being assessed uh, so I suppose doing this helps you keep some enthusiasm for simulation, which isn't under some kind of test conditions. Yes, and I think it's being able to just help others with that. So it's remembering how much fun these things really were before having to do it as a real-life job, and you know, and the paycheck depends on it. So it helps me, I guess, bring back some of that enthusiasm, as you say, but particularly being able to, hopefully with this business, we can help others gain even a greater appreciation and enjoyment from their flight simulation experience, you know, getting more bang for their buck in terms of the hard-earned money they're spending at these venues. I think the other important thing we've got to answer really today is why we started simulatorreview.com as a project. I met Elliot a few years ago. Uh, he was an instructor on one of the simulators I went to, and we really kept in touch from that. And from that, we really wanted to start to do something which was of use to the simulator community, Elliot. So I suppose you can pick up the story from there. Well, in our searching around Alexis, we identified a void in the market. Uh, we saw there were plenty of simulators being offered and advertised that uh, one can go and hire. But we weren't sure as to the quality. We weren't sure as to the correct feel of the flight simulator, the realism or the service that the venue provides. And this is how we can add value to the market. I've flown a 737, I've flown an A320 and I've flown a seven. I can go along to these sims, tell you that they're a realistic simulator. The parts are in the correct place. They operate the correct way. The staff are knowledgeable and know the correct operating procedures and process. 
And we can also give our seal of approval that this is a good venue. So this is what we're looking to bring to the market. And the more, more venues we visit, uh, the more simulators we try, hopefully we can provide a benchmark and a valid comparison for the simulators and help people choose a high-quality flight simulator for them to purchase. Yes, that's some, certainly something I agree with you on. I think my experience of being involved and in going to flight simulators over the last five or six years, uh, there certainly isn't anything out there that ties them together in, in any kind of sense of giving a review of, of their realism and uh, providing some kind of comments and opinion on, on whether people will get a, a good experience there. And I think it's also really relevant that you've got a lot of experience of different types of aircraft. So when we do reviews of aircraft they are coming from the point of view of somebody who does understand how the real aircraft should operate but also looking at the wider how is the experience when somebody goes to that particular venue absolutely we're not TripAdvisor. you anyone can read TripAdvisor and see a review that uh, johnny had a wonderful time on the simulator what we're saying is a real airline pilot uh, is going to come visit the simulator verify the simulator and give an accurate and unbiased view of how the simulator operates and what the venue is like. So we're actually bringing, if I could jump in a little bit, something quite unique to that market. As Elliot says, we're not a general trip advisor for buying a half-hour voucher so Uncle Tom can go and enjoy it. There's plenty of good advice out there for that type of the market and, and plenty of very, very good sims reasonably priced. What we're really trying to help out is where we've come from. Those those guys and girls who are really keen on their flight and simulation and happy to spend you know some reasonable amounts of money on, on getting the most from that we think there's a lack of service to them in terms of what they can rely on other than word of mouth and forums and bits and pieces about where they can go and what good experience they can appreciate from that so this is a very small part of the niche i guess or very narrow that we're trying to help solve and at the moment, the business is starting out, and hopefully we can help people find those solutions. Thank you to both of you for uh, answering some of those questions and giving us a bit of a background on where you've come from and what you're bringing to simulatorreview.com. So there you go. A quick introduction to all of us at Simulator Review and some information on who we are and what we will be offering, which I hope you found useful. Together, I think we have a good combination of real-world flight experience flight simulation experience which we can bring to bear on our podcast and to our site. There's more information about us and what we are offering on our site so please do take a look. In our next episode we'll start to have a look at our website and introduce you to the features we have on there so I hope you will join us again for that. In the meantime please do subscribe to our podcast. For now though it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Andrew Goodbye. and goodbye from Elliot. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Simulator Review Podcast. We would love your feedback, so please do comment and rate us. Please follow, share, like and subscribe on all our social media channels where you can see regular updates on new simulator listings and reviews, as well as our latest articles. Until next time, happy simming.